0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it is the Driveway Liberty Podcast, the only podcast recorded live in a driveway. Hey guys, it's your Uncle Wes. I'm sitting here with my good buddy Dan, and we are in the driveway. We missed last week because I was under the weather, and none of y'all actually noticed. I didn't get a single message from anybody or anything, so you know what? It's just me and Dan hanging out. We're just going to record our conversations. Y'all can listen to them if you want to. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure somebody noticed, but uh, yeah, I, I didn't get any messages about it.
1: Nobody texted you and said, how you feeling other than me?
0: No. Well, you know, I got a, a message Friday or Saturday, and somebody said, are you feeling better? I'm like, yeah, thanks for asking. I appreciate it. Well, but I didn't put anything out. I didn't let saying. anybody know that I was under the weather. That we, I, I meant to, but that's just how shitty I felt.
1: Yeah. No. Well, I just took, like We man, took a week off.
0: Yeah. So, and a lot of people are like, well, I thought you were sick. I see all these music videos that you got out, and you don't realize that you can pre-schedule stuff on, on Facebook and yeah. social media. And all of those videos were shot before I started feeling bad and were already scheduled in the queue. Mm-hmm. and they automatically launch and i do that with, with some of our stuff on the dlp but a lot of it's time sensitive so after i edit an episode i usually go ahead and put it out yeah so um just the way it is i'm oh, sorry about that squeaky squeak anyway dan uh, i hadn't seen you man
1: in a week and a half dude uh, what, how yeah, you doing it's been a bit been a yeah. minute. so we got uh we got states this week yeah, so, for uh, high school football.
0: For those of you not knowing what he means by that,
1: yeah. So the we're doing the one uh, M championship state championship game between uh, so some team out of Miami and Clearwater Central Catholic. Okay. Which interestingly enough,
0: what you're doing that game. Yeah. From I mean that's like all s- Southern Florida, not completely south, but Clearwater's south, good bit south of here. It's near Tampa.
1: Yeah, there's there's I don't think there's any panhandle teams that are it was not a good year for the panhandle. Well, there's a Jacksonville school in it, I guess. Well, that's not, that's a panhandle. not really a panhandle, but no, there's that's... there's nobody from Tallahassee West who okay. made it to the state's finals this year.
0: But uh But you're still officiating because you're a you're a team. You're a varsity.
1: Yeah, the the every usually every association in the state sends at least one crew. Okay. To do the games because there's there's nine games right, so there's three Thursday, three Friday, and three Saturday because there's different levels. I got you. And uh, but anyways, uh, Clearwater Central Catholic, interestingly enough, my niece and nephew graduated from there, mm. and that's the area that I moved from many many years ago before I moved to the Panhandle. So it's gonna be it's gonna be fun. I have no association with that school whatsoever. I got you but it's...
0: well it um that's cool man
1: that's cool that you're doing that i oh, like oh, the
0: snap. way I'm, I'm sorry no you i, you, like the way you, way I can sick. mute your mic um, and stuff um, if um, you need me to no
1: talk. we just we do it real nobody's uh, listening anyway, all right all so right, right. fuck them
0: <laughs> hey, so, speaking of fucking them uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was a nice thing you know well I'm, I'm gonna even segue more <laughs> but so i i um i, I have an interesting situation it, it, most of you that listen and of course dan knows i'm also a semi-professional musician and and people get mad at me when i say semi because you either are you're, you're doing it for money or not and i do it for money um it's not my full main gig it's not the main way i earn money but anyway i'm i I was contacted about playing an event december 29th an event that i actually played last year because i'm actually a member of the organization uh-huh. um and but but the way they're handling it this year, they actually have a booking company that books for the venue. And I'm not going to name the venue because I don't want to cause any undue. And I'm not bashing them for this. Let me let me be clear. But anyway, it's a little more formal than it was last year. So they sent me agreement. An agreement they were supposed to send me the week of Thanksgiving, and I just got today. Um, and in the agreement... All right, it's the stipulations. This is how much you pay. These are the times that you're playing. This is the location. You need to bring your own PA. We don't provide PA for you, blah, 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 blah. Last stipulation. This is a family-friendly event. No profanity allowed. Now, Dan, you've been to one of my shows. You've been to my PG-13 show and my full-on adult show. I I mean, they just cut three hours of music. <laughs> And three hours of show down about 25 minutes. Yeah. It's going to be extremely difficult for me, but I'm going to do it because that's in the agreement. And I do what I, when I agree to something, I do it. But I almost turned it down for that very reason. But if I weren't a member of this organization, I would so have is turned it So is there
1: going to be <clears> kids there? Is that the reasoning behind it?
0: It is at a campground. Um, so the the potential for kids being there is is there.
1: Yeah, but you, your gigs at the local watering hole have kids there.
0: Yeah, and I and I'm purposely doing my best to watch my language when they're there, but I also let the parents know this adult show and language is subject to happen. And most of the time, most parents are like, "Oh, they hear it all the time." I'm like, "Okay, yeah, yeah." Well, that's. A fact. I still I still try to be you know sensitive to that, but. Sure. Um, and the the thing is, it says no profanity and two of my original songs, at least have the words either ass or damn in them. Maybe three. I, I'm trying to remember my own lyrics right now, but, um, well, yeah. I mean, and so that, that basically rules turn out, on
1: the TV after, you know, any time of the day. Oh, any uh, time of the day, day now. Day yeah.
0: But anyway, I thought it was interesting, and I think it's funny that they asked. They specifically had that provision in there, which is a first for me as a musician.
1: So what happens if you mess up? Are they not going to pay you? They can, legally,
0: I guess, because I've agreed to it not pay me. Now... Um,
1: that would cause some long-term riffs there.
0: <laughs> it, it could. It could. Um, and it would also... I, I. You know, I have a standing to know that anybody that knows anything about my shows which the booking company should know if they're reaching out to me to play sure that my shows are i mean i, I don't get really overly sexual oh, yeah, no, but i use 13 i use terrible
1: language it's the same stuff that's in all the you know the shrek and those kind of sh- yeah i mean it, marvel probably, movies there's even some sexually suggestive stuff in those cartoons yeah but-
0: but CGI but stuff. my stuff is rarely sexually suggestive it's just harsh language adult adult language is, is profanity and that's yeah you know that's how i talk around the house so um i have got a so for december for my advent calendar <laughs> i'm trying to clean
1: up my language a little well, bit that that's that that's in the spring actually that's lent let you do that oh well i'm not catholic (laughs) the advent calendar is where you like get a little piece of candy every day well or a quarter (laughs) well all right hell yeah
0: (laughs) nice so we uh anyway that's that's what's going on so speaking of profanity i think elon musk in in most people's eyes hit a
1: pretty strong home run this week yeah he did so in case you had in case and we talked about this earlier there's a lot of people out there that probably saw the meme
0: the meme uh, where he's whatever i mean they're they're adapting it to multiple yeah things, but the so. meme
1: of basically you know whether it's cancel culture tell them to go fuck themselves or whatever but here's the actual video well audio of the conversation in which it took place
2: right this had been said online there was all of the criticism there was advertisers leaving we talked to bob Iger I today you hope... Uh, don't advertise. You don't want them to advertise? No. What do you mean? It's pretty straightforward. If, if somebody's going to try to blackmail me with advertising, blackmail me with money, go fuck yourself. All right. But go fuck yourself. <laughs> is that clear? I hope it is. Hey, Bob. If you're in the audience. Well, well let me ask you then... That's this
1: guy, like, doesn't know what to How
2: say. <laughs> How do you think, then, about the economics of, of X? If, 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 if part of the underlying model, at least today, and maybe it needs to shift, maybe the answer is it needs to shift away from advertising. Um, if if you believe that this is the one part of your business where you will be beholden to those who uh, have this view, G- what do you do? why? I, I understand I. <laughs> that, but there's a reality too, <laughs> right? Yes. No. No. It, 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 I, I mean, uh, Linda yacarino's no, right here, and she's uh, got to sell advertising. Uh, absolutely. So, um, no, no. Tell, tell so, 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 no, no. Actually, what, what this advertising boycott is uh, is, is going to do is it's, it's going to kill the company. <laughs> and do you think that that? Uh, co- but, and the whole world will know that those advertisers killed the company. And we will document it in great detail. But there are, those advertisers, I imagine, are going to say, they're going to say, we didn't kill the company. Oh, yeah. They're going to say... Tell it to Earth. But they're going to say, that they're going to say Elon, that you killed the company because you said these things, and that they were inappropriate things, and that they didn't feel comfortable on the platform, right? Let's that's that's and, what and they're going to say. And let's see how Earth responds to that.
1: So, yeah, okay, this, then this...
2: Obviously, you okay, know that so. there's...
1: So, those of you who don't know the the pretext to what happened here, he keeps saying, you said these things, you said these things, and the the prevailing winds of the, the people, anti-Elon people, are is what he said was anti-Semitic. Right. So, I'm going to read you the original tweet that he replied to, and I'm going to read you his reply, that is literally this whole thing. Mm-hmm. So here's a tweet, and it's from just somebody, artist formerly known as Eric. I don't know who that person is. It says, Okay, Jewish communities have been pushing the exact kind of dialectical hatred against whites that they claim to want people to stop using against them. I'm deeply disinterested in giving the tiniest shit show shit now about Western Jewish populations coming. To the disturbing realization that those hordes of minorities that support flooding their country don't exactly like them too much. You want the truth said to your face? There it is. So that guy said that, and right. Elon's reply was, "You have said the actual truth." That was his original reply yeah. that spawned this whole thing. Yeah. So he later clarified that because the the original tweet itself was very broad and basically you could assume he was talking about all jewish everybody in the jewish community but that's not really what happened we all know that there's jewish community organizations out there that are far left right that aspire to dei and all that good stuff and as this conversation rolled the it, it rolled into that, um, I forget the exact name of it, but that theory where people in power are replacing white people with minorities by opening the border. Replacement theory, I think it is. Yeah. And they call it a conspiracy theory. Yeah. I, I don't know who's alive today that's honest and intellectually honest that thinks that's a conspiracy theory. Because you know why Democrats want open borders, they it's because they want their voters. Right. And these people will be their voters, the Absolutely. majority of them. Yep. So, or they believe that they will be their voters. So, that's, and so this became this. This was, this tweet was November 15th. Right. This came out. So, it's been out there for a while. And there's been, so Media Matters saw this, and we all know what Media Matters does. Sure. They're, they they find they they're assigned whether they're individually assigned or they look they find things like this against to find to use against people that they don't like mm. now elon's entire life has aligned with most of these people or at least pre-extremism leftist normal normal progressive democrats before they were taken over by the aoc mob sure the socialist mob elon aligned pretty much with them he owns a company that builds electric cars he said he was going to the moon to colonize the moon because the earth was going to be destroyed so it's not like he's not aligned with a lot of their beliefs however when he bought twitter and allowed people to just most of the time say what they want to say on twitter They've vilified him and have now associated him with far-right extremism, sure. which is
0: absurd. Well, he's not following the damn yeah, talking he's, points. Well, he's exactly. not
1: a part of the cult. Right. He he agrees with a, a, a number of their political philosophies. Right. But he he's not a, a part of the he makes a point in that
0: same interview that he—and he points it out. It almost sounds a little arrogant. Through Tesla, he has done more— for the environment than any other single man on the planet, single person.
1: Well, that's his argument with them. We all know that in reality. Oh, well, we, I mean, we if, if you look at the, against you that, know, with, we do, but the batteries, et cetera. Yeah. But, 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 but given the left's push. Yeah. Why are you attacking me? I'm doing what you say should be done. Right. Yeah. But in reality, the, the, and I think the, the reason, at least in my opinion, the reason for the just the vicious nature in which they're going after him on this is because this it's one thing to have control over mainstream media and what you see in here on TV. Right. It's a whole nother thing to be in control of a platform, a social media platform in which you personally can interact with. And when you as a leftist have your, your version protected on this platform that you can interact with, and somebody comes and allows the same thing for your enemies to do. Mm-hmm. And let's be clear, I'll, people on the right, the the leftists see them as enemies. Right. So you you now you now have been able to shut the people in charge have shut your enemies up. So your argument's the only one that's out there on an area in which you can interact with as a single person. Yeah. You can't do that on TV. You can't do that at movies. Right. Like you as, a, as an individual can't do that. This no. is something you can interact with. And he has taken away the, the silencing of a significant majority of the people that you want silenced. So that's why the visceral reaction against him is there. At least it, that's, that's how, how I see No,
0: no, it. you're absolutely right. And, but, but the thing is, is what... Look, I've always said on equal playing field on an equal avenue of ideas, conservative principles are going to win out because no we we and it, it this whole uh, you just want to starve old people or you want to do this. No, nobody wants to do that. Nobody You're, you're 100% no, uh-huh. right, and
1: that's why they can't let it be on equal footing. Right, cuz they lose. Exactly. Every time. Every time. They can't, because logic wins out if you let people think well, it's like the left, themselves. The left,
0: the left can't meme, and the left can't logic. No. That's, that's, that's exactly what it is. And they have an agenda that they want to perpetuate, and any dissenting voice... That disagrees with that agenda is the enemy and it must be squashed yeah this is how hitler came into power and and what he did this is how it's tyrannical every, regardless, com- regardless it's of all what your political tyranny. views it's yeah. tyranny
1: yeah silence the people who are against you look because you can't beat them on ideas
0: but like i've often said and i and i continue to to perpetuate this or, or to, to propagate this the idea that that we have open and free speech is the only way. We truly know if somebody's whacked the fuck out. Mm-hmm. If they're an idiot or they're stupid yeah. or they're they are truly an extreme right wing or left wing individual that wants to harm others. Yeah, they'll tell you. That
1: can, them, absolutely. Tell you. Yes. You know, and I see it in groups. But if you shame them into hiding, you you don't know. Yep. It's the argument between open carry and concealed carry. You know who your target is when when you go open carry. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's, it's the same thing. Now, on this same topic, normally I'm not I, – I can be with certain things a Ben Shapiro fan yeah. on some things. But in this, this is his wheelhouse. I mean, he's Jewish, so he's got – and he's an Orthodox Jew. So he's old school, traditional. So he had a take on this that I thought was really interesting
3: and I wanted to play.
1: Okay. We'll with that. Yeah. All right.
3: Well, oh, they just have some legitimate grievances. Some of the same dynamic has been striking Elon Musk over the course of the last 24 hours. So Musk made a rather large Twitter boo-boo last night. Somebody on Twitter posted the following message, quote, "Jewish communities have been pushing the exact kind of dialectical hatred against whites that they claim to want people to stop using against them. I'm deeply disinterested in giving the tiniest bleep now about western Jewish populations coming to the disturbing realization that those hordes of minorities that support flooding their country" don't exactly like them too much, you want truth said to your face, there it is. So that was the tweet. Musk then tweeted, you have said the actual truth. And this set everything ablaze. So it is true, obviously, that certain Jewish organizations have bought into and promoted things like diversity, equity, and inclusion, which are gross distortions of the American dream. Nobody hates DEI more than I do. There are certain Jewish groups that are liberal in orientation who have supported that sort of stuff. Many of those groups have also pushed for open borders. It is also true that some of those organizations are now realizing post-October 7th that actually open immigration for people who hate Jews on an intersectional basis was pretty stupid. The problem with the original tweet is that it labels Jewish communities en masse. So my community, for example, Pretty Jewish, has always opposed DEI and open borders. In fact, most Orthodox communities do. Presumably then, Musk was reading the term Jewish communities and instead seeing the letters ADL. And indeed, that's exactly what Musk then clarified. He he said, quote, The ADL unjustly attacks the majority of the West, despite the majority of the West supporting the Jewish people in Israel. This is because they cannot, by their own tenets, criticize the minority groups who are their primary threat. It is not right, and it needs to stop. And then Musk continued, You are right that this does not extend to all Jewish communities. It is not just limited to the ADL. So that's a much more specific point. And it's certainly true. There are a lot of liberal Jewish organizations that supported a lot of the same policies that have now imported a lot of people who really hate Jews and Westerners into the West. And a lot of the very same people who are pushing DEI intersectional politics are now realizing the wages of that. That's true. The original tweet was wildly overbroad, but a huge number of people in the media decided now was the time to link Musk and the alt-right and the so-called Jewish question and support the notion that Musk is some sort of crypto-Nazi. Now, it's not a coincidence, again, that a lot of the people doing just that are happily calling for Israel to cease fire in its war with Hamas. See, very often, anti-Semitism becomes a political football. When you can hang the label on Donald Trump or Elon Musk and you're on the left, you do it. However, when you're forced to denounce pro-Hamas protesters shouting from the river to the sea, Palestine must be free, suddenly you get a little shy. Thus, the same media leaping on both Trump and Musk has been downplaying the open Jew hatred at massive pro Hamas protests around the globe, instead propagating laws about Israel's supposed human rights violations. Instead, they're focusing in on their political enemies like Trump and Musk and deeming them the acolytes of Hitler. Meanwhile, the actual Hitler acolytes who are out there waving Mein Kampf, they're like, those people, I mean, they are oppressed and Brown. It might have more bite to hit Trump and Musk for supposed anti-Semitism if these people actually spent some actual time talking about the people who actually like Hitler on planet Earth, who are right now holding some 240 Jews and others hostage in Gaza and killed 1,200 people and have subjected the Gaza Strip to complete hellish tyranny for the last 20 years. But a lot of these same people are totally silent. In one second, we'll talk about their... Si- uh, so the good thing
1: he did there was go into Musk clarification because yeah. I, I think when you musk he's right musk made a mistake but it's not a mistake that is new or doesn't happen to anybody where they originally read something and they have a certain thought in their mind that coincides with that and it's more specific and more more broken down than that original one Mm -hmm. and then and then people jump on it saying oh you meant you hate all jews and it's like no no and he clarified
0: that but it doesn't matter but they don't care they don't
1: care that's their ammo the
0: dishonesty is their ammo look you're not allowed if you're on the right or or even speak something that sounds right esque. Mm -hmm. you're not allowed a slip of the tongue right you're not allowed to throw it in the slip. You're not allowed you're, a you're, mistake. You're because once you make a mistake, you're gonna
1: get you're, you're gonna, gonna get called hammered. on the carpet. Because there's literally people out there. Anybody who is has any kind of audience, whether you're in Hollywood or you're uh, on news, if you're in any kind of media and you have any kind of audience, there's people out there that are waiting for something like this to happen. And that's all they do. Yeah, it's just like
0: this whole uh, rep uh, Michelle Salzman thing. A hundred percent. I have no doubt that she did not mean killing every Palestinian.
1: No. Yeah. And that's just another one where you, where you make a mistake in how you. Her her mistake was, just it's similar to Musk's mistake. Yeah. And they were able to twist it into, you're talking about you're you're going to kill all people <clears throat> from Palestine. Right. When all, when this is going to be over when, when they're all dead. Yeah. And it's not them. It's the terrorists she was talking about. Sure. And anybody with a brain knows that. But these people have brains, but, but it, it's, they, it, they can it make. It serves their narrative. Yes. It's, it enforces. They can edit it and pull it out of context and enforce their narrative. It's like my ex-wife arguing with her. I saw thing? a smile come to your face. I can tell you, you were thinking about something in the past. <laughs> it's
0: exactly what it's like. I mean, you say something and you and you have to, you like. and I've learned, and, and it's the beauty of that because it works out with April. If I say something stupid and I'll say, wait a minute, that came out wrong, I immediately do that because you know when it comes out that it may not come across properly. And I'm like, wait a minute, that that's not what I, that's that came out unlike I meant it, because in the heat of a moment, we're going to say and do things sometimes before we we have a real opportunity to process what we're reacting to. And 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 but the thing is, is once again, they're not allowed that. Now, if you anybody that would go and watch that entire interview. And and, and I, we've talked an awful lot about must statement and, and stuff like that. When we come back from the break here in a minute, I want to talk about his response to the advertisers who are attempting to cancel and punish Twitter as a result of that. So we're going to take a little break. We're close enough to it. We'll go ahead and do that. And then we'll be right back right after this with beer reviews and that. Hey guys, Uncle Wes here. Remember how we're always talking about how we wish we had access to an alternative marketplace for conservatives and get away from this woke culture? Well, guess what? We've found one, mammothnation.com. You can buy jewelry, eyewear, stuff for your pets, sauces, spices, coffees, vodka, wine, just about anything you want, you can get at mammothnation.com. And guess what, if you use promo code driveway liberty media when you sign up you can get 30 percent off your first year go check them out mammothnation.com promo code driveway liberty media all right guys welcome back to the driveway liberty podcast it is time for beer reviews, beer reviews. yeah well i didn't get my beer review beer but um yeah I'll, i didn't either i'll pretend that i got it whatever
1: <laughs> so <laughs> anyway man i uh, damn what's you drinking buddy well i have uh i've had very few instances in which i've been out and drank beers uh just you know for the whole medicine health reasons so yeah I, i've been taking it easy lately so uh i'm basically just drinking what's was has been left in my fridge, so, you know what's always in my fridge.
0: Oh yeah, Yangling, Yangling.
1: Yeah, so I'm having Yangling tonight.
0: I got you. Well, I, I well I won't pretend. I'm drinking Miller Lite, <laughs> and that, friends, is your. Beer review. VDF beer views. So that's, that's
1: probably the So do our new listeners are gonna be like, That's the shittiest view review ever yeah, yeah. heard. Actually, if you go back and
0: listen to several episodes, it's pretty funny. Yeah. It's pretty funny. So and that's what we try to provide on this show, Daniel. It's yeah. not just we we don't just try to inform. No. We do not perpetuate just our conservative slants on things. We try to make you laugh.
1: Yeah we try and to we do you, it we do it outwardly yeah with obvious things and we also do it with little inside, <laughs> like, and, little, inside little inside jokes where it. it's just us laughing like you 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 have to if if you're a long-time listener you'll understand
0: yeah 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 if you, you're new
1: you can be like what the fuck what are they
0: talking about <laughs> rectal surgery what <laughs> so anyway all right let me, <laughs> speaking of rectal
1: oh jesus <laughs>
0: it's like, you know we've got the 2 Aussie shepherds right yeah so one of them had a little gastric distress the other day. And, and and the thing is, is, is our dogs, because of what they eat, they don't pass a lot of gas. I don't know what she ate. I don't know if maybe she, because Aussies have very temperamental she eat a frog out in the back I probably <laughs> something but she it, she she let one slide a little gas a little air biscuit she f- cut the cheese
1: <laughs> people fell off the furniture well it,
0: not only was it stinky but it made a noise oh and it scared the shit out of her because she's never never <laughs> done that she hadn't done that very often she did that and she was looking around she's running <laughs> the and the she's like that? what
1: was that <laughs>
0: somebody's behind me trying to get me <laughs> I can <laughs> hey man i laughed so. Hard. <laughs> she didn't know what was going on bless her heart she was she, she was she her tummy was upset and her asshole was trying to get her
1: the moral of this story is if you don't have a dog go get one because they're
0: they're a lot of they're fun. a joy yeah they are
1: and i have three of
0: them yeah man <laughs> I love my dogs. Absolutely. I love my cat. My my cat, Mr. Graham Wellington III, he's getting to be an old man. Used to, he'd come in the house and he'd have like a five-minute per session is what I would call it, where he'd get up my lap, he'd want me to pet him for five minutes, and he's done for the day. hmm He'd go on about his business and do his thing. Yeah. In his old age, he's gotten where he wants more, more affection. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'll get up, and he'll come sit in my lap, and I'll be hot as shit in the house or something like that because I live with two women. <laughs> and um, he, he he will just have gotten up. I'll get up and go get a drink and come back, and he's ready to get back in my lap again. I'm like, come on,
1: dude, really? It's like sitting on a, with a fur coat on yeah. your <laughs> Oh, dude, he's, he's
0: like a little heater is, is what he is. I mean, he's he's like a little fireplace. But he uh, he's getting to be an old dude. He, he used to rule the hood. I'm not convinced that he's still ruling it anymore. Cause he spends a lot more time around the house and inside the house than he used to, but you know, he's a good cat. And, um, it's funny. I, I uh, said, I wasn't going to have another cat before him and I'm, I'm glad we got him. He's a good boy. He's good. He's a good fellow. He's an old man. Yep. Yeah. My kitty buddy. So anyway, that's enough about our animals. <clears throat>
1: enough about my animals anyway. So, so so before the break, you were talking about, uh, you know, we talked about the actual instance in which this whole Elon thing popped up. And you said we we're going to talk about what's well, going to so, happen next So, without... so
0: what, what happened is after he said this, uh, some major corporations uh-huh. came out and said, well, we're not going to advertise with you anymore. and that
1: list grows even as we speak
0: it does it does and and the thing is is if we're being honest these companies were basically just looking for reasons to back out anyway they were looking for the probably for for a reason to not support this company but in that same interview you you had a tucker video that you want to play before we got too deep into this right yeah
1: yeah
0: um but but in he he expressed that and, and this is something that not a lot of us have the luxury of being able to do.
1: Yes, and that's why it is so powerful a tool that they a weapon that they use against you.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Because if you work for a corporation, we are down one show host right now for this very reason. Yes, absolutely. This exact reason is because he was concerned about how it may impact his profession. His his livelihood the way yeah. he takes care of his family the way he takes care of his family the way he 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 puts food on the table yep. and and you know what the money is a powerful motivator the lack of money is even more powerful absolutely or the threat of a lack of money
1: mm-hmm.
0: and um well you're
1: you're talking about when when you're this, this is this is so evil it doing is. this is so evil cuz and listen, I'm not being misogynistic or anything. This is just a, a, from a man's perspective, our job in our minds, our job is to take care of our family, yep. to provide for them and to protect That's them. It, right. That is our job, period. That is in that is what everything else is built around. So the things that we do, the hobbies that we have, et cetera, is all built around that instinct of protecting our family. Sure. And when you're doing something, like in our case here, where listen, this we're not this isn't a part of this isn't adding to that from a from a financial situation us doing the podcast. Yeah, at least not yet. Please help. Um, isn't yeah. adding to that at this point?
0: No, it's not. I mean, so it, it is basically paying for
1: itself at this point. Yeah, but so my point is, in given a choice. In which you have a choice to, A, stop something you love but isn't high on the priority level of that instinct of taking care of your family because the very way in which you do it is threatened because of you being on the podcast. Right. That has incredible power and it is evil to use it. It is absolutely evil. A hundred percent evil to use that against someone. And that is being perpetuated every fucking day at every level.
0: Well, you think about it. I mean, on the gun debate, you know, I know my I know deputies and they would never come take my guns because they are pro Second Amendment. Well, you know what? All that sheriff has to say is, look, this is an order. You follow this order. You don't have a
1: job. Yeah, they're, they're, the outlier will be the person that says I'm not going to do that. Most of them will. Yes, most because people are going to follow. That orders. goes. It's no different than what we're talking about. That goes against that, that instinct of of being able to provide for your family. If you lose your job, sure you can go find another job. But listen, that that you don't snap your fingers. There's a transition period in which you feel some pain during that time. Sure, in most cases, if you get if you get fired from a job. Well, and the thing is is if you It takes are, a little bit to recover, is my point. You using the,
0: the deputy example, I mean, those guys they probably have a pension that they're giving up and that's another thing. It's not yeah. like a four hundred one K where you can move it. No.
1: You
0: you, you if get you fired, get fired you lose, you lose it.
1: Well it's no different than the people who were discharged in the military for um for not taking the the jab. Yep. Like all this stuff is evil. Like putting, like making people make that decision, is evil. Yeah. And the and the the reasoning behind your motivation to use as a, as a weapon against somebody is the the true, the true. That's truly where the evil lies. You're absolutely right. So, and, and so the these
0: f- large what corporations. The fuck
1: does, what the fuck does? Walmart. Or Disney, what what possibly could hurt them by continuing to advertise on X? Nothing, not a thing. It's because it they, will not negatively impact their business whatsoever.
0: They have an agenda, and that agenda is to perpetuate the narrative.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That's that's where that's a reasonable assumption, and that's what you have to assume.
1: But but this also goes into uh, well I don't want I don't want to let
0: me let me back up okay. because it, you can't totally fault certain corporations for doing that because what happens is these leftist organizations will say look just like they try to do with Chick Fil A and the gay marriage thing mm-hmm. they they tried to cancel them.
1: Yeah, in in certain situations, the actual evil people do have have power. Yeah, well, not in all, but in in a in a lot of situations. But, but I assure do. you that that w- what has happened
0: is that certain stockholders and certain consumers from from some of these organizations have reached out and said, "Look, we're gonna we're gonna dump our stock, or we're going to." If it's BlackRock, which is one of the big stockholders in a lot of corporations, yeah. they said, look, you know, we're not for this agenda. You need to not advertise here, or we're dumping this stock and not recommending it to our, our our
1: clientele. Oh, yeah. There's several layers to these things. Yes, absolutely.
0: So I'm not a big proponent of saying greedy corporations. What I am a big proponent of is corrupt corporations. Yes, and, and and that's what that's what's occurring here. Now, that being said, we really have to commend Elon Musk for having the fussies to say if X goes out, it goes out. Yeah. He says, but I'm standing on principle here, and one of the statements, and I'm probably gonna butcher this, that he said in that same interview was there are people who are pretend, who are evil that are pretending to do the right thing. And there mm-hmm. are people who are doing the right thing, and you're not even hearing about it. Yes. And, and you don't do the right thing for the accolades. You do the right thing because it's the right fucking thing to do. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what he's doing. He's creating a town square, and he's he, and he's admittedly said stupid things. And, and as we said in a previous segment. Yeah, but he's human just like everybody else. Exactly. We are
1: all human, and we all make mistakes. And in reality, there's, just to, to even dig deeper on this, when you react to something online that you feel passionate about, you don't, you get you can get lost in the minutiae or ignore the the details, so to speak. Yeah. Your, your immediate reaction
0: you see a portion it. of it and and we've talked about that when we talked mm-hmm. about what media does with headlines yes you know you see the headline and you react without even reading the actual article and that happens that i mean that i do i've done that i've everybody does that
1: and and i can tell you the another thing that and, and i'm going to segue here west just so you sure know. sure Another thing that should, that makes people like you and I or Travis or anybody else who's not an Elon Musk or a Tucker Carlson rich, these things make you make decisions that you wouldn't normally make because you don't have a choice. Right. Now, the Elon Musk of the world and the Tucker Carlson's of the world have a choice,
0: well, it's kind of funny, and, and I know we're going to play something here in a minute. Let me make this statement first. Um, when when I was listening to that, that interview, the first thing I listened to was a snippet that everybody heard. Yeah. Where Elon says, one. you can go fuck yourself.
1: Yeah, there's like a 45-second one.
0: Yeah. yeah. And um, he's like, if you're going to try to blackmail me with money, go fuck yourself. Yeah, that's pretty stupid good. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I played that, and and we were drinking coffee on the back porch, my wife and I, and she started laughing. She's like, good for him. I'm like, yeah, but he's got go-fuck-you money. Yeah. And that's the thing. I mean, I always said when I worked for a certain lizard insurance company in management, I absolutely hated it, that uh, if I ever won the lottery, you'd know because I'd show up in a Hawaiian shirt and shorts and I walk in and I would clock in and say, y'all can fuck right on off and walk out because I'd have go to hell fuck you money. And and there's a certain power in that that the rest of us don't have, unfortunately.
1: Yeah. And it's and unfortunately, it sometimes it's hard to stand on principle when you're put in that position. It
0: is, it is, but you got some clips up there for us to hear.
1: Yeah, so somebody else who was in a similar position as Elon, even though you may not know this, but here's some words from our friend Tucker.
4: I I don't know why I was fired. I mean, it kind of is an Agatha Christie story. There are like so many suspects, you know what I mean? Um, But I, I don't know, I was never told I can only speculate. There were a lot of different things going on. I had a lot of opinions that were unpopular you know, with people who might have influenced uh, my show getting canceled, so I, I, I really don't know. I will say, you know, right after it happened, people said, well, how can they fire the top guy? And Because that's what it is. I'm certainly not the first high-rated host to get fired. It's not only about ratings. There are a lot of different factors. It's a big company. You all have worked for and run big companies, and you know, it's, there's a lot of complicated stuff going on, and, um, and it's never exactly clear you know, why things happen the way they do, but I was not shocked by it. I mean, I was shocked by it in a short-term sense. I didn't expect to have my show canceled that morning, but, um, but I was not shocked at all. Uh, when I thought about it for a minute, I'd expected that. You know, you can't kind of give the finger to everybody um, and persist in a, in a corporate job. So I, no hard feelings, I, and, I, and I, in fact, I said that on the call when I received the news, it's, it's not my company and i never felt like i had a right to be on the air i was i was working at the pleasure of the family that runs the company who treated me very well and and um and they wanted me off and so i was off did you ever have
2: moments where somebody taps you on the shoulder and says advertiser xyz is getting uncomfortable or we're trying to land this new advertiser and right. they want you to shape things in one way did you ever feel that pressure is that or is that just a thing
4: that is kind of like a boogeyman that doesn't actually exist Oh wait! Well, it it not only exists; it defines news coverage, especially Mm. on pharma. You know, because pharma is the biggest advertiser in television, as I know you know. And so, for sure, I mean, if you know Pfizer is sponsoring your show, you're not going to question the vax. I mean, it's kind of that simple. Uh, So, absolutely, and of course, that's why they're the biggest advertiser, so they can shape news coverage. I mean, that's that's the point. But um, I personally never had a single person say to me, "Don't say this." That I recall, I haven't. Think think about that statement for a minute right there.
1: They're the biggest sponsor so that they can shape news coverage. Yeah. And then you get fuckhead athletes like Kelsey who go and promote. Think about his commercial. Two at once. Two the, things at once. Get get the flu shot, which is known to, to fuck you up. Yeah. And the COVID vaccination at the same time. And they're promoting that. Sure. Yeah, man. That's the narrative, dude. We've got to kill and off. They, and they buy all the advertising because you have all the money because you're protected. Right. Like, you, there's no liability. You can't get sued. Like, you're a big monster corporation that can do whatever the fuck you want to. Right. Use people as human guinea pigs. Get paid for from consumers and the government. Yep. Using our tax dollars. Yep. Which they treat as a never-ending supply. Yeah. You're on the payroll. And you're fully protected from being able to be sued by those consumers when people die or have horrific reactions. And then you buy the advertising for the most popular shows. Yeah. In which the demographic is an area in which people need to use pharmaceuticals. People our age. Yeah. So we're sitting in front of the TV. Watch a football game.
0: Oh, man, it's like every every break. Every, at least
1: 60% of the commercials are pharmaceutical. Yeah.
0: Think just, I,
1: just, if nothing else, think about that for a minute. Yeah. And let that sink in. The things that you are di- digesting that are going into your brain are being manipulated by by these people and and think about the pharmaceutical commercials where you got some fucking guy um who who like taking this pill to keep from dying of heart disease and he's fucking jogging around the neighborhood or he's playing softball it's always something like that or yeah. you know somebody's playing the piano and then they read off the long list of shit you, you yeah yeah and literally like you can take this and and your your fucking nuts will fall off but yeah hey listen you won't have a rash right yeah <laughs> it's like crazy i'm sorry it's I mild on, to severe i went off on a tangent
4: on that but let's Mild to severe
1: uh, psoriasis
4: (laughs) of the liver. I thought about it too much, but that certainly, I was there 14 years and I I didn't have that experience regularly or at all really that I can remember. And and I think, you know, my producers may have been told that, but it it didn't ever get to me because I was always really clear, which is, I, I always said out loud to the supervisors there, you know, I work for your company, I don't own this network, All I can control is what I say. If you don't like what I say, don't have me on TV. But as long as I'm on TV, I'm going to say what I think is true. And in a million cases, I said only part of what I think, not because of my employer, but just because you shouldn't actually say everything you think. I mean, I have some crackpot views too, or I have resentments that I didn't want to work out on the air. I mean, I did, you know, you strain yourself and you ought to, as you do in your personal life. But on no question of principle did I ever pull back because I just, I wouldn't do that. And again, I was just super clear. If you don't like what I'm saying, take me off the air, but I'm not gonna, you know, toe a line. And because I was so clear about that, I, I just think they didn't think it was worth having some kind of dispute with me. And to their great credit, for the time that I was there, and I said this many times in public, like I took positions on the Ukraine war, on the COVID vaccine, on the COVID lockdowns, among other issues that I think, you know, I've been vindicated on pretty conclusively, on the origins of COVID, and all of those are super unpopular. On January sixth, which was ha- so hated at the company where I worked that people, res- a number of people, including on-air people, four that I can think of, resigned in protest over my, over me suggesting that actually it was more complicated than it looked. And there were a bunch of federal agents in the crowd. How can you say that? Are you claiming a false flag? Well, no, not. I wouldn't use that phrase, but like this is something weird going on here. Well, I've been vindicated on that. I'm, that sounds like I'm bragging. I'm not. I'm just stating factually that uh, I said things that were truly hated by a lot of the people who worked there and they let me keep saying them. So it's kind of hard to complain really at this point, right? Again, it's not my company. Just from a business standpoint, I think it's weird for a company to fire their top performer and to do so without giving any notes. I mean, if any of us had a superstar executive or a superstar engineer, like a hundred X engineer working at one of our companies and like day in and day out, they were you know, hitting every milestone and crushing it. Like if you had a problem with them, you would give them a note. You would just like try to say, Hey, can we just like it? So I just think from like a business standpoint, it's so weird. It just seems like self-destructive. And I think it was, I mean, their ratings really cratered in the wake of making this change. Maybe they've come back a little bit, but I don't think it's ever been the same. I just think it's a crazy way to operate a business. So yeah, it's their right. I mean, they can do whatever they want, but I don't understand it as a way of doing business. Well, I don't understand it as a way of living either. I mean, you know, everybody in the course of life, whether it's a, a parent or an employer or just a friend has to deliver uncomfortable news or disagree with someone that you deal with and you have a moral obligation to explain the disagreement. You, you can't just, you know, levy the penalty and leave it at that. You have to explain why you're doing that, and and I think that's, it's it's incumbent on us morally to do that. I wasn't that mad about it actually because I know the rules of that particular business, which are are really harsh, and and I've been in it, you know, my whole life, and so I've seen a lot of people as talented or more talented than I, meet bad ends. And in, you know, in, in, for reasons that I thought were not justified and, and I, I know them all really well. So I, y- you, work in a business like that, you know what it is, you know, the black car is going to show up at 3am and tow to Lubyanka, oh. and that's just what it is. You know what I mean? You yeah. can't kind of whine about it, you know?
1: So interesting. You got the two different scenarios in which it's, it's, it, it's, it's, it's a lot of it, elon's in a position to say go fuck yourself right tucker's in a position to say okay whatever yeah yeah i'm not mad about it because i know the game yeah. which which is true i know well, the I game mean, it's your
0: company you can yeah. do whatever you want to yeah
1: but the you but know if the, you
0: if you don't want to participate in my lifestyle in whatever means that in whatever you know scenario that looks like i you have to say well you know it it takes a big pair of fuzzies to sit back and say go fuck yourself
1: yeah i mean is 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 there a situation in which you would lose your family and go live in a tent right to tell somebody to go fuck themselves
0: you know what it, it's kind of funny uh april was having a bad day at work and i dropped her lunch off sunday and she's like i just want to get in the truck with you and go i'm like we get in When we started dating, we said as long as we were together, we could live in a cardboard box. I'm down. Let's go.
1: Yeah. And when you you have those, you know how they always say it's like God, whenever one door closes, God opens another door for you. Yeah. Good people, it usually works out. And when you look back at it, it works out better. Yeah. In a lot of cases, there might be some pain and suffering along the way, but it's a hard decision to make. Yeah, because it will, it will disrupt your current comfortable life, and we talk about this in depth. Comfort, comfort is important. Is, I mean, you, we we it, it's almost the deciding factor. Yeah, in almost everything we do, you're absolutely right. I mean, if you think about it from a
0: purely sociological standpoint, not only comfort, but there's comfort in a status quo look, this is my routine. I get up, I drink coffee in the morning. Well, that is comfort. <laughs> that that That's where I'm going with this. Yep. And, and you sit down and you, I, I go to my desk and work I kind of jokingly when April's not working, I say, all right, I'm going to make this commute. And I walk in and, and sit down at my desk. <laughs> um, most people have to get in a car and, and go. I don't even have to get dressed. I, you know, I'm just wearing what I put on after I got out of bed and, um, so you know you, there is comfort in that, and then when you, when there's even a consideration of, of 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 altering that lifestyle for me or you or whoever else, and and you and I being self-employed, there's a freedom that we we enjoy, even though we may not be making a million dollars a year.
1: There's a freedom, but there's a, a lot of risk to that. For
0: there's a lot of risk right. to that freedom. But you know what? If I needed to take an afternoon and go do, do something because my daughter was sick, or yeah, you don't have to get
1: permission. You just
0: I don't. Do I don't have to ask off. I don't mm-hmm. have to worry about burning PTO or sick time or yeah. <laughs> vacation time or whatever.
1: I can go do it. Yeah, and you can work later in the evening or on a Saturday or whatever. Yeah, absolutely. To to, make it up. To make it up. Yeah. If you have to make it up.
0: And if something happens, and like with with COVID, with my business where I lost a a great deal of business because of my clients in other states, I have the freedom to go and pick up my guitar and go play music or go do whatever. Mm -hmm. Go get a bartending gig. When I worked in the insurance industry, when I had a corporate gig, I couldn't do that. I had to get permission from my employer if I needed a side gig
1: and they had to sign off on it.
0: Yeah. So that, I mean, you know, there is the, you, you talk about that comfort.
1: Well, it's and it's, it, but it, it's not just
0: comfort. It's just a change in the lifestyle yeah. and having to apply for a job because you lost a job for taking a stand. That's very influential in, mm-hmm. in, in what we do.
1: I mean, I mean, there's, other than the ultra, ultra rich people, there, there's probably very 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 few people that have actually done that
0: look i have uh I, i've done that once or twice in my life i um not not to make a necess- necessarily make a stand but i i was in a very lucrative position with a major insurer look and, and i mean lucrative make great money but i was gone three weeks out of four every month home weekends most weekends but but i was gone quite often and my phone would ring till bedtime at night and after my daughter was born i made the decision tough decision to leave that job and i have not gotten back to that level of income yet matter of fact I'm still only about halfway there and um that was very difficult even though April supported the decision when I made that decision uh, it caused rifts in our relationship because there was a certain level of comfort that Uh we've grown accustomed to certain level of being able to do what we wanted to do or buy what we wanted to buy that we had grown accustomed to
1: Uh
0: um that changed the status quo and what we had going on in our life and you know i often think especially when times are slim and you know being a business owner you have months which are better than others Mm -hmm. you have time especially after covid um there have been times where i've laid up late at night i'm like man i should have never left that job i'd be an executive vp or i could have retired by now you know all of that you 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 retrospect that stuff and you and you think if i could go back would i do the same thing and then i come to my senses and say absolutely i would have done the same thing
1: well i can tell you that i have lost a career involuntarily for taking a stand now, mine wasn't a political stand or anything like that. Mine was, I had a, I had a boss at one of my jobs right. who was was targeted by the, the bigwigs. And it was, I don't know why, I don't know the details behind it. He couldn't even tell me. But him and I were friends, too, along with, uh, I, he, him and I were peers for years. Right. And we were friends. We'd go golfing together, et cetera. He got promoted, got his own store. And he was doing his thing there, and then they sent me to his store because I was the best at what I did yeah. as an assistant, and I went there to to kind of fix that one area of the store. I think they believed that he was the problem, right? And he, I got there, and he wasn't. And in, and I had, I had, uh, you know, pretty good sway with there because I was the, you know, the pretty much the number one guy at my position in, in that area. Right. So I, I came in and gave him a, a no shit assessment that that's not the problem here. He's not the problem. And they didn't listen to me and they went after him. Well, one night they went after him when I was there and they went after him like through me oh wow so based on something that i did that they thought they caught me in was just another notch in you know how corporate america works a notch in you know getting rid of somebody you, you can't just out and out fire somebody right it costs you money yeah in the long run if you do that you can do it because of florida's right right state work but it it y- costs you y- yeah so they put together a succession of write-ups or whatever you want to call them um they build basically a case to, to fire somebody so i became something i did that night became a notch in that but they completely took what i did out of context context basically what i part i was a sales manager so part of what i had to do was i had to go down into the installation bay at part of the closing duties or pre-closing, you get out of the installation bay, make sure everything was secured, make sure, et cetera. And as I was coming up from the insulation bay, somebody had left a Coke can on the delivery staged appliances that were in the hallway all Right. between the inventory back of the house and, and, and the front. And I picked it up and walked onto the sales floor with a Coke in my hand. Mm. And they were all there. At eight o'clock at night. And you were just throwing And I just walked oil. over and tossed it into the trash can and went about my business. And they're saying, look at your sales managers out here walking around drinking Coke on the sales floor. And it was just complete bullshit. Yeah. A hundred percent complete bullshit. And me being the person I am, I told them that I literally like stood between them and him or at least one of them Yeah, when they, he was getting chastised. There was no customers in the store. Right. It was fucking five minutes before closing, and it was a dead time of the year. There was nobody there. Mm -hmm. So they're tearing him a new asshole, and I stepped in front and said, that's not what's happened at all. You guys are wrong. You have the wrong picture. Let me explain it to you. And somebody pulled me aside and said to me, we're not after you. We're after him. I mean, they came in as a group.
0: Yeah, and they were there to fire him. And, and they were looking for I reasons. And I went off.
1: I didn't curse, but I said, this is wrong. And I confronted these people and basically destroyed my career.
0: But you took a stand for what was right.
1: Yep. And I lasted with that company another eight months, mm-hmm. but never had it. And I was like in line to be promoted, never sniffed at it again. Yeah. And it, it, and I left before it got to the point where they did that. They did that to me, what they did to him. And him and I are still friends today. He works for another company. He actually works for Walmart. Does he? He's a store manager for Walmart. But uh, yeah, so the so it's happened. And when that happened, Elena was pregnant. Oh.
0: So that was a scary scenario for her. Yeah. So it's and see that's another pressure that you get is because you especially when you have a family you're not it's not just you when you're taking a stand Mm -hmm. and and it's a financial stand because that's what it boils down
1: to. Well, that's the end bottom line. Yeah. Absolutely.
0: When you take a stand, you're not only you know what if it's me, I've lived in a single wide trailer with holes in the floor. Mm -hmm. I've lived. A half a summer in the South Georgia heat without electricity because I couldn't pay the electric bill. I could do that again if I had to. But when you're talking about a wife and a kid and kids and you know others that are involved, that's even more pressure to go along. And
1: you throw in the self worth thing and the, you know the way oh, yeah, society yeah, yeah. looks at you know it just think about and this is think about how you look at a person whether that person is is a successful person or not yeah and it usually has to do with the house they have the the job the toys in the driveway etc kind of thing so even though you may not aspire to that or that's not your motivation it's still a part of everyone's everyday life In the community, friends, et cetera, in which you live. One
0: of the reasons, all right, so you know when we go out, I dress a certain way all the time. Mm -hmm. Shorts, usually a T-shirt. Every now and again I wear a button-up. You look like you're going to the Tiki Bar. I'm going to the Tiki Bar. I'm a Florida man through and through. And I dress like that 99% of the time for that very reason. Because the people who want to associate with me based on who i really am will associate with me yeah you weed out the you weed out mm. those superficial people that look at status they look at and it's always funny to me you know I, i remember being single and pretty i was a pretty man um I was I was a gorgeous man. I was I a gorgeous man. I wish you could see his face when I he- <laughs> was. I was a gorgeous man. And um but before I started dating April
1: and I- You were a gorgeous man before you started dating April? Well, I I was still a gorgeous <laughs>
0: man when I started dating April. It was just the years after that where I I became un-gorgeous you can yourself go to shit. I have I have she cooked well and mm. I drink well and um anyway, I I remember I wasn't necessarily going out to find somebody to date long term, but I also, if anybody started asking me what I drove or where I worked, I was immediately like, I don't want to talk to you. Well, why don't you want to talk to me? Because all you give a shit about is how much money I have or what I do. And at the time I made good money Mm -hmm. and I'm like, you, I'm not here for that i was there for other reasons but <laughs> I, I am not here to support you i am not because i had just come out of a relationship where my wife had lied to me about the money and put all this pressure on me to make more money when she was hoarding money yeah so i knew at, at the, that that's not the type of person i wanted and I still steer away from people. If you are pretentious, look. There's forming content. I saw a. There's a doctor at the hospital here that's got a Lambo. He's got a Lamborghini, but it's obviously a kit car. Mm-hmm. It's not a, a real Lambo. I don't think. I may be wrong. And if he's listens it's to his, this,
1: it's his hobby. Something. It's a, you know, yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. It's a,
0: it's a. It's a. It's a. It's a Volkswagen with a Lambo body on it. <laughs> and if if I'm wrong, I apologize. If he listens to this show. But there are people who do that, and all they care about is outward appearances. They yeah. care about the show; they don't care about the content of the show. Yeah, those aren't my people. And I'll say this, and I think we need to close because we're over. I've said this before on the pa- on the podcast. I say this in my musical shows. I say this in conversations with others. And I, I can't take credit for this. I read this on a cup from a taco stand in Key West. Beautiful. It is like the best thing ever. <laughs> Once a man has sufficiently ruined his reputation, only then can he live free. It's
1: <laughs> fucking truth right
0: there. I mean, you think about it. Yeah. I mean, you know what? I mean, these homeless guys, they don't give a shit what you think. Yeah. I mean, and, and there is a liberty there. And you know me. I'm all about liberty. Mm-hmm. And, and, and but I take that one step further when I discuss it when you stop caring what others think about you then you can really live free mm-hmm. so that's that uh, you ruin the reputation because people are going to think shitty of you anyway Yeah. then you can live free but well that's the mechanism behind that's it that's the mechanism yeah. there but if you yeah. can truly and, and we all to some degree care about what others think about us but if you can minimize that to a certain level you can tell Disney to go fuck off. Yeah. Which is what Elon Musk did.
1: Yep. It's a beautiful thing.
0: So with that being said, I don't know if we had a real point to this, but you know, stay strong, my friend. This is what we do though. It, it is. This is kind of our roots here. It case, is. So. It, absolutely. You, you go go ye therefore and do the right thing because it's the right thing to do, even if there are certain uh, short-term
1: consequences to it because i promise you listen if you're if you're a good person and you're a hard worker you're gonna you're gonna bounce back the the pull yourself by the bootstrap stuff is real
0: yeah and if you're really worried about it start a business yeah yeah and be selective who you take as clients i i guarantee you i am oh i am too if you're an asshole, I, 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 you know, when I first started my business, I took a couple of assholes, but they didn't last long. I,
1: I fired them. Well, I, 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 I've had jobs where I had my preconceived and I'm talking about now with my, with my business that I own now, Yeah, where I've had a preconceived thought process of how the interaction was going to go based on text or emails or phone conversations or the issue at hand where I was planning, like my answer is going to be have a nice day and just turn around and walk away. Yeah. So far, it hasn't turned out to be that. Usually I am, I've been, people are much nicer face-to-face in those scenarios, you know, as long as you're there to fix the problem. Yeah. As opposed to trying to blame somebody else, sure, it's me. I there's nobody else to blame. Yeah, but you know, if you're there to to come to a resolution to fix it, most people face to face will give you that. Now you fuck them over, and that's a different story, right? But I would never do that. So, but I've been in those situations where I was fully prepared to. And maybe it wouldn't be have a nice day. It might be some other words. Yep. Uh, and then just turn around and leave
0: yeah you don't have to put up with bullshit nope nope so there is a freedom in that there is most definitely so guys thanks so much for listening if you like the podcast share it with your friends um if you don't like it share it with your friends and say something negative about it i don't care yeah share us how terrible yeah yeah comment uh share like comment uh follow us uh give us reviews whatever you need to do just help us out here and then i know this isn't about us it's about you but and and that's the reason we say if you enjoy the cast
1: well, it's christmas time throw us a bonus or two yeah there you go <laughs> we need our christmas bonus that's
0: right so with that being said for dan i am your uncle west and we will see you next time on the driveway liberty podcast you are-